Hey, everybody listening. Thank you for listening. But also, uh, obviously, we're going to be pretty high during this process. And if you're able to get high, we're legally possible. Please join us and get on our level. It might make it just a little bit more entertaining for you. So thank you and enjoy the show. <laughs> Do you want any more? <laughs> I tolerance. And I'm Sarah, and you're listening to High Tolerance, a show where we're going to be reviewing different strains of weed and finding the best ones to help you cope with all of life's worries and bullshit. So the way it's going to work is we'll be smoking a different strain of weed in each episode that's related to our topic. Um, And we're also going to have a new guest every time. Go! Today's guest is Sarita Wesley, uh, co-creator and host of On She Goes podcast. She's also a really good friend of ours and our producer. Yeah. So welcome, Sarita. Hi. I'm happy to be here. And we're happy to have you getting high with us today. I'm scared. Um, (laughs) Why? You smoke. But how long have you been smoking for? Or how much do you smoke? I think I've been smoking, I guess, since... I mean, I started smoking when I was a teenager. But, I mean, obviously this was the 90s, so I was smoking, like, bullshit weed, like, as Reggie from the street corners. Uh, like, like the kind you bought in a Ziploc bag at a Taco Bell basically, parking lot? Basically, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, but I used to smoke way more. Like in high school, like right after high school, we used to like hotbox cars. And I don't know how I survived that because now I could never do it. I'm a one puff Tony is what I call myself. I'm literally like... <laughs> one puff Tony. I, I'm literally like one puff. Okay. Because I get high so fast. Oh, Totally. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, hopefully we picked out this strain. Okay. Which is called Wedding Crasher. Okay. By Yerba Buena, which is a brand out here in Oregon. And, of course, Sarah has to do it with an accent. (laughs) (laughs) I like the accent. I'm Cuban, so I say, Yerba Buena. (laughs) Um, But anyway. (laughs) It's called Wedding Crashers. It's like a hybrid between Wedding Cake and Purple Punch. So it's kind of like... It is a little bit heavier on the indica side. It smells delicious. It smells really nice. What does it smell like? Well, what they've written about it is it's uh, got smooth vanilla flavors of wedding cake with the sweet grape notes of purple punch. It does smell like grape. It does smell a little like grape. It's supposed to be a mellow, earthy (laughs) strain with sharp... (laughs) I think that was meant to be grassy highlights because it says gassy Man, I don't need the gassy eye light. I guess we're gonna find out. Uh, with a sweet berry finish. Nice. So anyway, um, so gonna spark up. It was almost ooh. a fire. Oh, it was a little bit fire. It kind of tastes like vacation. Uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't taste like coconuts and tanning lotion. But <laughs> it tastes. <laughs> it's it's really light. It's actually a really light flavor. I don't know. Trin, you give it a go. But it's not, nice. it's not a strong flavor. It's not a strong flavor. It's super mild. That's Which nice. is mild. It's, it's going to fuck you up. Yep. Oh, shit. No, I'm just kidding. I doubt it's that strong because of the taste. Yeah. I actually like the way it tastes. It is yeah. very light. Yeah. It's kind of like a... It, it does remind me... I can see what you mean by vacation. Mm. Yeah. Like, I can kind of see... I can smell it, too. Yeah. And I feel smell. relaxed. It's like <clears throat> incense, right? I mean, it's I love incense-y. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. To it. Oh. Yeah. I am feeling it. It's but it's fine. It's mellow. It's a mellow. It's a mellow high. Yeah, it's mellow. So we chose this strain because uh, recently I was in Miami. I was back home for um, my cousin's wedding. And uh, she's one of the last cousins to get married. And she's two years younger than me. And then I got a cousin who's even younger than me who's 25. <laughs> and he's just gotten engaged to this lovely Chinese girl, but even he's, like, got a new fiancé. So our topic for today is about high expectations, getting older, and the ex- what's expected of us by society, by our family. Mm-hmm. Serena, you said you had a funny text from your mom the other mm-hmm. day. I woke up in the morning, like, and so my mom's in the East Coast. She's three hours behind. Um, so... That text basically came at 4.42 a.m. Um, oh, right, because it's three hours. Because it yeah. was three hours, yeah. yeah. And so I wake up, 
And I look at my phone, I'm like, oh, a text from my mom. And I read it and it says, have you ever thought about freezing your eggs? <laughs> and I'm like, like, first of all, why is that the first thing I have to read? Because, like, do you think I don't think about my eggs enough? Right. Second of all, like, why was that the first thing on your mind in the morning? So, like, did you respond? No, I haven't responded oh, to her shit. yet. Me and my mom have been through this, like, already. I'm 38 years old, so I'm on the older side of the 30s. And I don't have any kids. I have a boyfriend I've had for fucking ever. And, like... You know, we're totally, like, wanting to get married and shit. But um, my my mom is all about grandkids. Like, she can't yeah. stop <laughs> thinking about grandkids. Like, I wonder sometimes, like, who has it worse? Because I sometimes can't stop thinking about, like, what I don't have. Like, I sometimes can't stop thinking about the fact that, like, all of my friends have kids except for me, really. Wait, you, it bothers you? A little bit. Oh. Yeah, like, my the first friends that I made when I moved to Portland all had children. Before you met them? No. Oh, dirty. Like, now. Yeah. Like, since oh. we've been friends. Like, we were all, like, literally in similar places in life. Oh, okay. Like, I'll use one friend, for example. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna hide their names, but... You can make up a fake one. Yeah, I'll make yeah. up a fake name for this <laughs> this can, one, I guess. Maybe I'll... we can make it up for you. Yeah, what do you think? What do you... I don't know why. I just want to say Tina. Okay, Tina. <laughs> so, Tina and I met... We've started working together. <laughs> And, like, we were both in different relationships at the time and, like, broke up with those dudes and, like, got with new dudes. And, like, her relationship just accelerated faster than mine. And, like, she now, like, has a kid and uh, talking about having another one. And also, like, they're, I think they're on their, like, third house Whoa. together. And I'm not, like, I just basically all my friends here, like, that I met when I first got here have children i don't know i think about that a lot like i do a lot of that like comparison first of all comparisons are fucking horrible yeah yeah do you guys compare yourselves to other I people mean, ever like in your heads i mean of course I, like yeah but, but it depends feel, on the subject yeah but like, actually i feel like not really anymore i yeah really so that's good i find the people who i like and they're yeah. normally just the same in what regards, though, would you have compared yourself? Like, would it be, like, job-wise, like, career or money or love or... I feel like, so for me, especially growing up in Miami, like, all my friends that have moved back, to, back home are all married, basically. That all, And I've also got a ton of friends with kids <clears throat> and more kids on the way. Like, two of my best friends have two kids. I see them, and I, and I love their children. Yeah. But, um... I see that they're fucking tired. Yeah, there's a freedom. And, like, I see that, yeah. like, their decisions depend not just, like... Like, their decisions have to be made with their partner and their children in mind. And that's cool. And you know what? Whatever, and more power to you for <clears> having <throat> children and giving mm-hmm. your... You know? But, like, I, you know what? Like, I gotta be honest with you. Like, <laughs> I am in my 30s. I'm financially independent. I can walk yeah. out whenever I want. And I like that feeling. There's a sense of freedom right now that I'm sure I'll want to like maybe scale back in a few years. But I don't. I don't think so. Like even mm-hmm. with seeing people and date, like I, I too am like probably one of the people that's in the camp of like I'm cool with having a lifelong partner. But I so I try not to compare myself with my friends. Also, one thing that I do love is that they have kids, and I fucking love those you children. Can, like, play with them, and, and shit. I can play with them, and then be like, "All right, now I don't have to take care of you, though." Yeah. Like my ideal situation had always been to like get married, be just married and together for a little while, and like have that fucking shared income and do all the fun shit you want to do, like travel and shit for at least like two years, yeah. and like. Then, like, start trying for a baby. But I just, I'm at this point, I'm not in the position to do that because I'm getting older. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, like, science. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> I've lately been going back and forth on whether or not I want to have kids. You should really? definitely freeze your eggs then. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, I, think, I think I'm too old, maybe, actually. Maybe that's mm-hmm. what your mom was trying to say. Yeah. No rush. Well, well they, yeah, probably. Oh, that's an interesting way probably. to look at but, it. Probably. But the, my thing with her, though, is that I feel like, but I'm like, why are you thinking about this at yeah. 6 o'clock in the fucking morning? She really wants what? <laughs> she yeah. really wants That's what I'm kid. saying. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. who I feel worse for, her or me. Like, I don't know if she's beholden to this stress of just wanting grandkids so fucking bad. Like, I'm almost waiting for her to move on from me. I have two younger sisters 
who are now 30 and 29. Like, I'm waiting for her to move on from me to them. Totally. It's like first I don't child think it's like responsibility. <laughs> Not until I turn like 68, then she'll be like, fine. Dude, <laughs> I don't think any of my siblings are going to have kids or get married in their lives. Are you the so oldest? I, I'm the middle. No, okay. So I feel like, well, the funny thing is, you know, my mom doesn't really pressure me. I That's guess. good. Which is like really strange and super progressive. Yeah, yeah but that's great. really progressive. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's because <laughs> Slim Pickens. <laughs> I feel you though. She's totally. Like, <laughs> she's like, I can't kiss you off. She's like, due, due to Slim Pickens. Yeah, I can't. I'll be no longer putting pressure. Yeah, I will keep my mouth shut or until you shoot one out. <laughs> I get it though, because like for myself, you have to you have to plan it out at this point. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So Matt and I we used to have this conversation like early in our relationship we were both wondering or asking each other what's more selfish mm-hmm. having kids mm-hmm. or not having kids see what? I don't even think not having kids is selfish people say that like it's so selfish it's like why it like I want to know you think it's no. not, not having, having kids? kids I don't not, think if you decide not to have kids is a selfish reason because you have a reason not to have kids which is probably your own self-interest. Okay, but what about the fact that when you have a kid, you do it with some sort of selfish intent because who's going to take care of you when you're fucking old? There's yes. a lot of people that do do that. I so would say that they're selfish so too. So, like, there is, this yeah. is, like, the debate that, like, never, like no one's ever going to win. So, do you know... Um, oh, my God, I just got freaked out about taking care of people when they're old. You see what I'm <laughs> I saying? I just got freaked out about, like, taking oh. care of my mom and my aunts. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm about to start making a to-do list. Wait, so you know what we decided? What? The least selfish thing is to adopt. That is. Oh, that is the probably least the least thing. selfish thing. thing. But I also get scared of like, what if you have like a kid that's like fucked up? Yeah, like a fucking like I okay, I watch a lot of TV, but like I saw <laughs> an episode of a show where there was a kid that was like a um I forget, is it I don't know if it's like a straight up psychopath, but it's something where they literally have no genuine emotion. It's the sociopath. Sociopath, yeah. yeah. That's fucking scary. Yeah. Yep. Like, what if you scary. end up with a sociopath child? It's like... So, I have food. a thing. Yeah. That I'm like, this is how you could at least tell, like, a psychopath. It's like, you can't see behind their eyes. There's, like, yeah. nothing there. It's like Robert Durst. Oh, fuck, dude. dude. And, like, that scares the ever-living the shit. And so that is one of the reasons I'm like, so I don't have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's not... It's not to say that... That's why I feel like one kid's enough. Yeah, I just yeah, but see, I even that's a gamble. One. What if you have one and they turn out to be the bad seed? At gotta, least there's not go. two of them. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess I should freeze my eggs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Circling back We're to that. We're going to How do you feel now? <laughs> well, I mean, I think I'm too old now. I think it's like... Is there an, there an age, age that you I think they say like up until 35. I watched the um, episode Explained, the show Yeah, Explained. yeah, yeah. Did on you Netflix. see the ones on about sex and about the female reproductive those. system? They basically, I mean, I feel like I knew this already, but to have it, <laughs> to have it like presented to me on television with animated graphics was like <laughs> really a blower. Yeah. Um, it was like basically when a, when, once the baby, once you're a baby, you're a, you're a, you're a, what do you call it, a fetus? When you're a fetus, once your sex is decided, you start developing eggs. So when you're born, you already have like Gross. fucking millions, like millions of eggs, like 200. So like approximately, I'm probably going to be wrong about this, but I'm going to say like approximately like 230 million eggs in your body, right? And as you get older, those eggs dwindle. So they basically went down each age point, like fetus, like 13 years old, you know, uh, 18 years old, 25, 30, 35. And like basically, <laughs> things like I got like four eggs left. <laughs> like, so pretty much it's like, wait, did you already, your body does you already see a doctor? But, How about? No, no, no. Eggs? I don't know if that's true. I have more than four eggs, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, but it's it, like, but they're talking about like every period is eggs leaving. So you're literally like, you're not regrowing eggs. Your eggs were were there when you were born, and whatever you're left with is what you're laying your eggs. Pretty much, yeah. And you're not making new ones. No, yeah. So the eggs you have in your body currently, that's all you got. But didn't they (laughs) say though that like that's the okay? So that study originally from um, when they said that 
what's it called? You, after like 37, like 35, it starts getting really difficult in 42, like you can't have children it's, and all that. Like, like that study was done like during the French Revolution or some <laughs> shit. Like it's an incredibly old study and it's yeah. dated when life expectancies were much lower. That's true. And it was a very, so it's like, I remember watching a whole thing on this that it was a really dated study and we can't yeah, trust that's that. that's true. That's true, but and you still don't. You're still not But I totally yeah. agree. And I know that there's things that are factors that yeah. are basically, that also like contribute to it. Like smoking, for example. Not smoking yeah. weed. That's not a thing. Mm -hmm. But... Actually, there's a lot of interesting studies about smoking cannabis and pregnancy these days. What does it say about that? Well, I gotta read more on it. What she reads again? Another episode. No, no, but that it's like actually not harmful for the kid, and like that it can and it alleviates like a lot of the pains, and like can help you with like the nausea and things like that. That's it's cool. Just, like. So they're saying, like, it's a little bit safer than we think. I mean, like, I know people who fucking drink when they're pregnant. So, like, I mean, you know, back in the day. And, and you, back in the day, people did. And you were fucking, I'm sure my, I think, I feel like my Nana drank Budweiser and smoked packs and packs of cigarettes through, like, all three of her pregnancies. And, and look at you here today. <laughs> you like, seem pretty well adjusted. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm no, good. but I know for sure, like, I was born in the 80s in Miami. <laughs> just tell me even if it was like by contact like. that has so many like that's like such a loaded thing like it's just so many things that go into that the 80s in miami like oh shit you're born in fucking miami in the 80s <laughs> okay how's everyone feeling right now because we haven't asked how are you guys feeling with your act I so feel pretty chill. Well, I took a second hit, so that just happened. But yeah, I, I, yeah, me too. I smoked when you did. I know. So I, I do definitely feel mellow. I feel super mellow. I feel really mellow. I actually feel, like, really relaxed. Totally. Like, just like I feel very relaxed. I don't feel panicked. You know, like, that's the thing yeah. I worry about weed is that I already have anxiety. So I feel like it just gives me more anxiety. I would actually smoke this for anxiety. You know what? I think it's because it's indica dominant. Yeah. Oh, is yeah. that? Indica, indica in the couch. <laughs> um, there you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't realize that um, indica was like a good calming, anxiety yeah. calming one. I didn't know that. I, I would have been smoking that all along. <clears throat> I was today years old when I found that. Yeah, out. but then most, <laughs> of that, most indicas though make you sleepy. Indica, yeah. so you have to find something a little bit more less of it. <clears throat> I've only smoked sativa because I've only considered smoking like such a social thing. Like I don't, I don't, oh, I've yeah. never like chilled at home and smoked. Oh, you should try it. Yeah, I've never done it. I should oh, try nice it. Nice activity. You know what? I should, maybe I'll try it tomorrow. <clears throat> As a person of color, do you um, feel like we have different expectations of ourselves? <clears throat> I mean, I think culturally and traditionally, probably. Like, your culture probably has specific expectations. Your culture probably has specific expectations. Mine does and doesn't. I mean, I think it's like, I think... But do you think it's like more expectations because you're straddling two cultures and hmm. what do you mean? You know, and then what the society expects of you because What do you mean you're straddling two cultures? Well, like if I'm Asian mm -hmm. like expectations from an Asian family. Right, right, right. Yeah. And right. then the American Right, right. Expectation. That's interesting. <clears throat> yeah. I have a friend who, um, she's Indian and um, she told her parents, uh, so she was basically married this black guy with that has a kid. So she's like a stepmom and he was a little bit older. And like her parents were like, fuck, what the fuck? No, you know what I mean? Like if you it's always been understood that you marry an Indian man and they straight up disowned her. And when she had grandkids then they started to like come back around more. But she straight up told them, like, you brought me here to this country if you wanted me to live this other kind of way, then why did you bring me here? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you brought me here, you enrolled me in a school here, a public school. Like, I've been going, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you've been raising me to be American yeah. with American values. What do you want me to do? Like, so in that sense, I should just be able to, like, love who I love. Like, I didn't ask to come here. You brought me here. Yeah. yeah. And it was interesting. They were kind of like, oh, uh, well... This is just how it's always been, yeah. you know? 
Well, that's actually a really intelligent answer, and we don't have an answer. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, so uh, tradition. Right, right, <laughs> right. Trump's all. Um, wow. I don't know. I think there's a lot of. It is a loaded question because it can be interpreted mm-hmm. in so many ways. Like, well, culturally, do you? What is expected of you culturally? Would you say what are like the things that are expected of you? Well, I guess it depends. Okay, if you're from Vietnam, or you're if you're from Vietnam, but you live in America. Right, okay. Your expectations are different. Uh, it wasn't specifically for my parents, but, like, my dad's family in Vietnam, mm-hmm. they would always ask me, when am I going to get married? When am I going to have kids? Um, which I guess most cu- cultures, they, every culture I mean, is like that, you know? I, well, certainly, like, yeah, I mean, like, Cuban culture, Latin cultures... I would say definitely it's like that. I have one grandmother who's always like, who says, when am I going to get married and have kids and do kind of what women are supposed to do, Mm -hmm. you know, what we're expected to and all this stuff. And uh, and then I got another grandmother who did all the stuff that was expected of her. Both grandmothers did. But anyway, the other ones and the other ones just kind of like, yeah, but YOLO, right? You know, it's kind of like. Right. You know? Right. Like, fuck it. I, I lived through it. So, and I'm telling you, as someone who watched everyone else live through it, like, yeah. just do it however you want because you're the one that you have to be happy with at the end of the day. Yeah. And I really appreciate that, especially coming from, like, a Cuban grandmother. Like this, this is definitely cultural. Basically, I feel like Asian families have kids because... They're, they're, they're your retirement plan. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So this is already written before you are born. You're going to take care of your parents. Yeah. Yeah. For free. <laughs> <laughs> For free. <laughs> For free. Um, yeah. I mean, that's real. Like, I, I, I mean, obviously you guys were here for my awakening. <laughs> <Yeah>. Holy shit. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and, like, I mean, I think cult- culturally for me, what's... It's weird because African-American culture has been through so many different levels of, like, uh, trauma. You know what I mean? Like, there's still... I'm about to get deep. There's still, like, fucking slavery trauma. Like, one of the reasons why there's a lot of, like, broken homes in... uh, black american families where there's at least this the stigma of the broken home like not the father's not around is because when we were slaves we were separated family-wise you know what i mean there's just a lot of like things that you know that are just trauma from those occurrences and um and then also like our communities like you know we can't uh you know like not being able to walk freely and live freely like so I say with that, my main goal has always been, and the expectation kind of was my expectation that I made. My mother had me in college. She had me when she was um, 20. She was about to turn 21. She did like two weeks after and went back to college. My grandmother raised me until I was like, you know, until my mom was like home from college and like making her own money because like we lived with her for a long time. And then I was like six or seven and there was like, OK, time to move. And I was like, what? I'm going with you. Uh, so wait, what's going on here? Um, so my father, they were dating, but they were not together. Or my, my biological father. I actually I realized this when I was in um, high school. I didn't have any friends who had their fathers around or in the house with their parents. I had no friends Whoa. whose mother and father were together. None in high school. My, my best friend, who's my cousin, Carla, she, her, her, her father passed away. Um, so that, you know, but then, um, my, my friend Imani, her mother and father weren't together. Um, every friend of mine, my, my, all my friends, none of their parents were together. I had like at least, 
six friends that were like my crew and like none of their parents were together and so for me I always been felt like I want to know what it's like to have a two-parent household and I want my children to experience that like my stepdad was around but then like my they got divorced I don't know that's always been like the expectation that I made for myself my other expectation was because like teenage pregnancy is such a huge thing or like my mom had me so young is that I was like I'm not getting pregnant before I get married. So I always used to mm-hmm. want to get married before I have a baby, but that was also my way of like trying to keep a man, the man around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so it was always like, oh, fucking, you know, like if you meet somebody, like you don't want to get pregnant because they'll leave you if you get pregnant. You know what I mean? Right. You have a, if you get married, then it's like harder to leave, I guess. It's maybe it costs more. Well, there's a, I mean, there you've brought pen and paper into this situation. There's a contract. Exactly, it's right. It's a lot harder to break a contract. Right, exactly. And so it's like, it was almost, it's like, that's always been my mentality. So I've always kind of like had this thing where I'm not going to uh, have a baby until I'm married. That's kind of gone out the window <laughs> because I'm getting older. And, like, it's funny because that was literally, I say to myself all the time, like, Srita, you set that standard for yourself a long time ago. Like, when I got to college, I saw all these, I met all these people whose parents had two-parent households. Like, I think it's so cool when people are like, yeah, my mom and my dad. I'm like, fuck, you, you, you call mom and dad. Oh, my God. I, I had two parents, but I never talked about my dad, so nobody knew I had a dad. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, even, like... That is like, like, like I, um, I don't have a great, I have a cool relationship with my stepfather. Like he's great. I love him to death. He's just not an emotional person. So he's hard to get like emotions from. Right. And my real dad is just too fucking much. And just like, I have a hard time talking to him because he gets on my nerves. Um, but (laughs) like, I don't really fuck with him. And, um, so like when I see like my friend, one of my really close friends that I went to college with, you know she's very selective about the men that she men that she dates and like she's very much like you ain't gonna fucking treat me like that because she has such a good dad yeah like i want my daughter to have a good dad like i want my daughter to feel like like i like i always wanted to feel that way like somebody had my back yeah you know what i mean like i kind of want a dad that's gonna be like all right you better bring her home on time you know what i'm saying i feel like people Uh, with good dads women especially they're so much more confident. They're more They're confident. Like, yeah. They're, yeah. Well, you guys, I just want to say as the confident woman in the room. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, you know, you're like, fuck these dudes. I well, know a really good guy. My, my dad was totally that dad, though. You just said, he reminds me of a story really fast. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I thought you were Please. saying the, like, the dad, she better be home on time. So my dad was like, such a hard ass, but like a big teddy bear. And he also loved to fuck with everyone. Mm-hmm. Had this... I remember boyfriend in seventh grade come over and said he was like, oh, hey, Mr. Minacho, I'm sorry, did I interrupt you? And he was like, just from cleaning my guns. (laughs) (laughs) I love that, though. We had had German Shepherds growing up, too. Uh, I I think it was like the same boyfriend came over, and my dad was just like, hey. Uh, And he was like, wow, it's a big dog. He's like, yeah, and he hasn't eaten lunch today. (laughs) Like, especially like that. Yeah. And then, like, but that's, like, so cool because it's, like, fun, but at the same time, yeah. like, like standing, like, that you're his baby or his, his, you know what I mean, his little girl. Like, that, I've always wanted that for my kids. Like, I want my kids to have that relationship with their father. You know, my mom was always the person that dudes were scared of. Dudes are terrified of my mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's fucking legit, but, like, obviously <laughs> she's not scared to send me texts in the morning about my eggs. But, like... You no, know. but it's it's like I will say that having a great dad, even though it was only for twenty three years, mm-hmm. like it it does impact you for yeah. sure, and it makes you feel a lot like my dad was a total feminist with me of like you can do anything. Like the people, the women mm-hmm. that he taught me about growing up were like mm-hmm. Gloria Steinem, right? And like I guess I have less shame with like even asking for like going for opportunities or yeah. like or like going after them myself. One hundred percent. Instead of waiting for them to be given to me, it's because I had someone that like made me like. And yeah. also, I'm pretty sure he really wanted a boy, so he just turned me into a boy. 
and then you know but that's but. so cool to me like that that's why and like so that's like expectations why i feel like i have my own expectations there because now my mom and everybody's like well you know you don't have to be married to have baby you know you can just kind of go ahead and have the baby <laughs> everybody wants the fucking baby like you know you can just go ahead like and even like last night uh, my boyfriend asked me, he was like, what do you want first? Do you want to get married first? Do you want to have a baby first? And I was like, I want to get married. He did not expect me to say that. He thought mm-hmm. I was going to be like, let's make a baby. And he was like, I'm really surprised by that. And I'm like, I don't know why. That was my first answer. Like, I didn't even think about it. It was literally my first answer. And it's just like, because that's important to it me. It sounds I need like to, you're like, not ready to have a baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am, but I, I, I'm ready, but I'm also like... I want, I, I do want to be married. And I don't want a wedding. I just want, like, a J-O-P. I, I already planned a wedding. It was not fun. No, actually, I just want a party. Yeah. yeah no ceremony. I hate that. I think I'd get so self-conscious. I don't want people watching me exchange my vows. Yeah, I, like, that's what I... I she would, like, like whisper them to Matt. Like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, no, just text it to him. Yeah. Should <laughs> we stand at the altar texting like, it? And we'll like, have a moment of silence. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, with the ring emoji. Right, while well, Drew yeah. texts her. It would just be like the girl with her hand up emoji right. plus bride and ring. Like, the maid of honor just hands you your phone. The priest yeah. <laughs> on their phone. It's yeah. a group text. It's a group text. A group text. text. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, like, I always wanted to, like, even proposals and stuff, like, I always wanted those things to be really private. Like, I got proposed to him fucking Union Square, and I was like, this is terrible. I hate this. This is not cool. Everybody's fucking looking at me. Now I'm expected to react in a way that doesn't feel natural to me. You know what I I mean? I wouldn't want that to happen. It was the worst, but, like... I would be really upset. I was pretty yeah, upset. I was right? pretty upset. I drank my ass off after. Like, I was pretty upset. It was fucking crazy. It was like... And wait, did you say yes? Yeah, but what was I supposed to say for these people? See, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> that's so true, though. Like, what if you're expected to say yes and it's, like, in a public setting? That's and do you saying. really want to, like, hurt someone like that by saying no? Right. And I'd rather like, just say... It was say, designed... But you yeah, know what's crazy? It's like, it's and I thought that I wanted to yes. marry him. I thought that I wanted to marry him. And I look back on that shit and I'm like, hold. Okay, so speaking of like expectations, I was engaged to a doctor. He's a dentist, whatever. Wow. <laughs> Ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. Like Fulfillment. I, right. <laughs> right. Like, I remember one of my aunts. I remember one of my aunts saying, one of my older aunts, one of my grandmother's sisters saying, we don't have any doctors in the family. This will be our first doctor. And I'm like, holy shit, we don't have... And I have a huge family. My grandmother has 17 brothers and sisters. So I'm like, oh, fuck, that's fucking crazy. We don't have any doctors. I'm bringing the doctor into the family. And, like, I looked at it kind of as, like, even though I didn't want his money, I didn't want, like, any of those things, but it was cool sometimes to think about the fact that he was, like, a doctor. You know what I mean? And so I can't... Like, when I look back on, like, the way that that relationship was, and this is, like, has to do with expectations because a lot of that I stayed in that relationship because I thought that's what I was supposed to be doing. This is what was expected of me. Like, it was to the point where when I first... I moved here for him. So Mm -hmm. when I first moved here, um, I left my job and everything. And so I was here, like, by myself. He was working. And I was, like, in the house. And... uh, my mom's friends were giving me advice on how to be a a housewife because I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was literally like, we keep fighting. He's mad because there's no food on the tape. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? And so, like, I was trying to, like, meet the expectations of it because I was like, okay, maybe this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, now I, I look back and think about it and I'm like, oh my God, Sarita, what the fuck is wrong with you? But like, <laughs> literally, that's what I was thinking. Like, okay, this is how I'm supposed to be. Like, like, so I don't know. Like that, but that's again, that's like another thing about like expectations. Like I kind of fast track that whole thing with the expectation of this is what I'm supposed to yeah. be doing. This is what normal people do. It's I like, see people get married and shit all the time. It's yeah. like taking summer classes so you can graduate early. Right, right, 100%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's like kind of reminds me of like the black excellence thing, too. Like, that's kind of where I got, like, we went to college together, which is a college that has a lot of like affluent black folks and shit. And like, you know, the expectation there was all of the people that we were hanging out with that we went to college with were married or getting married or engaged. And I remember all of i remember like we all kind of got engaged and or married around the same time Mm, yeah yeah you know what i mean and like 
it's crazy to me because it's like I don't know like I, how could you be so it's it would it would have been such a mistake yeah totally. it would have been yeah. such a mistake and like because you don't know yourself yet yeah, and I wasn't even all. like that young I think yeah. I was like 32 or 31 when oh, we got yeah. 30, I was 31 again, when we got engaged yeah, but yeah, like, but, still. But, but like, we knew each other. But like, so honestly, crazy. I just I the way that I I feel like I, I can only do it in comparison though, because the way that I know Brandon or like, you know what I mean, like, and feel about Brandon is like totally different. It's like you know, yeah, right? like You're Brandon's like, like family. Oh, this is working, and I know it, and I trust. I don't even feel yeah. weird, right? Like, yeah. I never feel jealous. I never. Yeah, yeah. I, I just feel very like okay. Yeah. Brandon's like family. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like I'm independent. You're independent, and right. It's easy. Yeah, it's easier. It's way yeah. easier. We don't fight. Like we, of course, we disagree. But like if we fight, whatever. Like we don't. But it's not. But like, not like that. Yeah. There's like yeah that kind of like crazy passionate relationship with the fighting because we've all been in it. Yeah. If yeah. you haven't, then you haven't been in a fucking relationship. <laughs> If you didn't uh, scream at the top of your lungs. It's right. You didn't scream for bloody murder in public yeah. with your ex-boyfriend or Or leave notes on cars. Did you? <laughs> I can't even imagine you leaving a note on a Just imagine like walking up to a car and like... I'm watching you. Yeah. <laughs> leaving a note and then scurrying away with Cece. So real. yeah, we've been... <laughs> no, but so... No, you can't be... Those kinds of relationships aren't real. Like, and they're, yeah. great. they're great. They're great. They're great. But, like, they're not sustainable. They're great and you for can, the like, feelings, like, the overwhelming feelings. Yeah, it's, like, a um. super overwhelming, crazy thing. And they're something, like, you'll always remember and, like, you know, whatever. But, like, you want a partner at the end of the right. day. And, like, someone that you're, like, I don't give a f-. Like, I'm just not worried. Yeah. Because. And they're not annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're going to annoy you. I mean, you know? yeah. That's, just, that's, that's life. Nerves. You know? They're going to do shit that you don't like, and yeah. you're going to do shit they don't like. But at the end of the day, it's like, I can put up with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can put up with that as long as you're not, like, screaming at me or, like, yeah. calling me names or, I don't know, like, those crazy relationships. But yeah. at the same time, do you feel like life has gotten more complicated because we want all of those things? A partner and... Well, like, we don't just want a partner. We want someone we're attracted to. Oh. I guess, are you defining partner as, like, a best friend? I would say, like, a best friend. Like, the person that you can depend on, you know? I mean, I think they essentially have to be your best friend. Yeah, like, otherwise, like, think about it. You're going to grow old together. Yeah, I I guess what I'm saying is... I wanted to be with my best friend. Don't you think it's getting harder because... A, they have to be, like, compatible, you know, with you. And, of course. Yeah. yeah. And then... It's harder because I think we want more for ourselves Like, now. there's more expectations of our partners is what I mean. I think that's yeah. true. That's probably Everybody's true. expectations yeah. have risen. Like, yeah. I think guys, girls, everybody, like, all... Oh, girls, for sure, with yeah. men of, like, oh, hell no. Like, I think, but I think everybody in general, I think, like, even, like, especially as you get older... It's yeah. just like it's gonna keep going a bar up. Yeah, yeah I mean, not I think, only do they have to check all the boxes in responsibility, you know, emotional, like independence, et cetera, et cetera. Having all those things, it's like there's this triangle, this like chart they did that was like hot, emotionally balanced, intelligent, circle two. Like, you can only have those, because it's really hard to find it, but you know what I think, too, is, like, look, we want, we we want a lot more for ourselves, we expect a lot more for ourselves these days, so everyone's expectations have gone up, as you were saying, and it's really hard to get everything, and you can't get everything, and you, and, like, that's why, dating in New York was always so interesting to me, because you would date three people at the same time, because Mm -hmm. one person had one thing you wanted, the Mm -hmm. other person had another thing that you wanted. Um, So, speaking of, you know, where where our expectations of ourselves are higher, so now what we expect out of our partner is the same way. Um, do you guys? Did you guys ever hear about like uh, incels? No, no. What's that? What is that? It means involuntarily celibate. It's like angry dudes who are can't get laid. Oh, those guys that want to kill us all. Those those dudes are scary. They're like yeah. Nazis. 
Yeah, no. Is it like the Proud seen, Boys? Or? They're like ISIS. Yeah, I've seen like, like a couple of um, yeah. Law and Order episodes like about them. <laughs> where they, like, yeah, where it's just like we we can't get laid. Fuck girls for being the key holders. They like a lot of them are like rapists. They turned into rapists and shit. You know, it it scares me and it makes me I sad at the rapists. same time because I feel like my. Handmaid's Tale is real. Yeah, you know? a lot of people say like that. we can be. We you can say you hate when people say that. No, I said a lot of people. Oh say yeah, that. yeah. Like we can be um, like smarter close. than them and whatever, but then physically we can't we can be overpower them. Yeah, and that's why those guys, like who yeah. blame us for not getting laid. Yeah, it's still it's so fucked up and scary that they because they can. Like, probably yeah. be able to kill. I mean, these like, men. the crazy thing is, so women have much more emotional intelligence. I'm not just making that yeah, up. Yeah, like, it's, it's actually true. It's like, a fact, you know, yeah. our brains work in different ways. But emotional intelligence is, like, I feel underrated. Yeah, in 100%. so many ways. But I know, yeah, they can overpower us physically. No, mm-hmm. I'm just but, saying, like, why do you think stupid people have the physical power? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not so where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> They're immune <laughs> to your emotions. I mean, I think... No, because you can manipulate them. Because they're stupid. <laughs> you but can they're take stupid, advantage of so them. they won't think about it. <laughs> yeah, you guys ever met, like, two stupid people that are dating? Yeah. Like, I, I I know a couple, a married couple, and they're both fucking dumb as a box of Like, rocks. how dumb? Like, dumb. Just like straight up dumb, like well, like thinks that they're deep, but says dumb shit. Like just and like actually, like when you talk to them, you can tell that there is actually no real intelligence inside of their brain. Like can't really have a conversation about politics. Can't talk about like would never be able to have this conversation. Like very surface. Like they're <laughs> yeah. just like sur- they're dumb. They're just surface. They don't have much to offer in the realm of like depth or. Yeah, they're like as deep as a kiddie pool. Right, yeah. I yeah. know two. They're beautiful. They're both very, very attractive people. I know a couple like that. Yeah. <laughs> very attractive. Yeah. There's nothing to talk to. Them yeah, like, you know, like, 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 what, yeah. but like when you see them like straight up, you're like, oh, like they, they look like the, like the perfect couple. Like you've had a lot of people, I've seen people talk about them, be like, oh, this is the perfect couple. But, yeah, they're Watch just behind not. closed doors, she like verbally abuses him like a mother. That would be very <laughs> interesting to me because I don't even know if she has the vocabulary to really <laughs> like, that would be that would be crazy. I'd be like shocked. Like what? She can spar with you? <laughs> oh fuck. But then at the same time I would look at their life and be kind of jealous. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, um, damn, like, they just fucking did it. Like, it was just... Because seemed... they're, like, an Instagram story. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing. How do you think social media affects your expectations? Oh, I think it fucks you. I think oh, for sure. I haven't posted anything like... on Instagram for a couple years mm-hmm. because I have too much anxiety in posting a good picture. Mm-hmm. Like... You know, yeah, that's why I, I just do stories. Cause I do same. I do you don't stories. Have to be perfect unless it's on. She goes or somebody's birthday. Yeah, I hate. <laughs> I hate thinking of captions. Yeah, I just hate it. So I'm, I just don't even do it. I post, but not often. Cause I'm like kind of judgy. Like I don't. Yeah, I know you judge me when I post. No, 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 no. Like <laughs> I do don't want to follow certain people because I don't want to get selfies all the time you know what i mean right like, yeah, yeah, i want yeah, yeah. content from my fr- like but, like and if i like if or if we're really close you mm-hmm. know what i mean but like so then for myself i have the same <laughs> yeah standard to uphold up, up, i guess but also <clears throat> just like which what's on your fucking news feed yeah, yeah. like it's you, i have like physical expectations of myself you oh have, like in you photos know? Not even just in, I'm saying like you see, like I'm looking at my newsfeed and I see like all these fucking, not bloggers really, I don't follow them anymore, mm-hmm. but like, you know, brands that I follow yeah. and like oh, yeah. shit like that. I see all the people and the perfect lives that they put out. 
of like, mm-hmm. look how fit my body is after I've had my two kids. Look how great my blowout yeah. is. Check out my big ass house in Dallas I just bought with my husband who fucking looks like his name is, I don't know, Lester. There's a lot of people that look like y'all have just settled into what you feel is the expectation of you. Like yeah. the norm yeah. of you. You it's know what I mean? Appearance of that right. expectation. Like there's some, there's this one girl I see all the time and her and her husband and I'm like, first of all, I didn't even know she got married. Like she used to be a fucking like badass banker. Like, straight up, like, left New York, left that job, moved moved to, like, fucking, I don't know, Texas or someplace, and, like, got with this dude. And, like, got married. Like, every year you see the Christmas card. You always see, like, a really great photo of them together, like, posing. Like, and then, like, their house. Like, there's nothing, like, there's nothing raw or real about it. Mm-hmm. It just seems boring. And I'm like, but this is the example. This is what she thinks it's supposed to be like. Mm. She thinks that she's hit the epitome vision wise of what your life is supposed to look like like that that's why like i have such a problem with the term black excellence because first of all it puts whiteness at the center of being of perfection and normalcy um but it's also like the fact that it's like it's not necessarily just i have a great career i have money or anything like that it's mostly also like i have an engagement ring i have a a husband I have two kids I have you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. like what the fuck does that even mean like so if I let's just say I'm a black person that can't have kids I you know prefer to be alone so I date but I don't have like a husband or anything like that and like my life is good but like I, I'm not really interested in traveling and you know I have a job but it's not like I'm not a fucking doctor you know what yeah. I mean like I just got like a regular job but I'm good I'm happy am I still black excellence because I don't have any it other shit. It should be, are you like, happy? Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. And that's not because it's like, this is what equals happiness. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's, But it's like, everyone knows that doesn't... You know, that's the weird part. It's like, we all know. Yeah. You no, know, we just can't. But the, it's like, you can't. You have no choice but to go that in that way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that kind of boggles my mind. Like, just like, the patterns yeah. that we always, like, never failed to not do. Do? Yeah. yeah. That like, we just continue. Yeah, it's more like, cyclical. I that, like, it like, is. You know what I, mean? I think that we are a part of a group of people who, because honestly, from I mean, you guys are a little bit younger than me, but we, I mean, technically, we're all still like late to the game as far as the shit goes. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like getting married, having kids. This is why we have the pressure and the expectations that right. we get from our families or, and people or whatever society. So, like, we are the people, part of the group of people that have not taken the we've taken the road less traveled typically and it's becoming more prevalent yeah um but we've taken the road less traveled so we care about other things and so we're going to be cooler than that you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like like brennan totally is a a total fucking dad you know (laughs) what i mean but that's only because he's like (laughs) a damn near 40 year old man you know but at the same time he's also fucking cool yeah you know what i mean like like he you know he doesn't dress like a fucking jim belushi you know what i mean like it's like he's not there's like a swag we have that because i I think too like with it is like because of the fact that we we do feel like adults we're grown up like of course but we haven't like being married and having kids is like that's like okay this is like really like yeah i feel like you start to believe you have a role in like Mm -hmm. being i think i feel like you think your role changes in a way right and like what's expected of you in this new role now that you're a married woman or that you're a mom and all those things sure you have to be selfless well i know but i'm saying so like but like like now like for example so i feel like we're still we still have very like young mindsets that's true and like i feel like i'll forever have that maybe i'll have a kid i don't know but it's just it's not like a selfish one i think it's just like a more carefree one no I'm that just, they're when i say be. selfless i mean like when you are when you get married young and have kids young um you you're forced to be selfless and so you don't really get to live yeah and grow because now you have to get this thing that's alive to where you are so it's like i feel like i wasn't even really self-aware until like my mid-20s yeah you know? same same. Well, like, so like, you're kind of a shell. Yeah. It's like people who go to med school. <laughs> well, dude. Like, they don't, they spend all that time studying, and then, like, 10 years later, they're, like, 40. They're, like, partying <laughs> like college students because they're, like. Yeah. It's true. They, yeah. yeah, they couldn't be themselves true. and do. Right. You yeah. Know? I don't know. I don't 
forget what we <laughs> Well, no, but like, it's like our moms got married when they were. T- they were oh, yeah. Like, yeah, our moms time, got yeah. married yeah. so fucking young. Yeah. My mom got married when she was 19. Damn. Then she went, right, <laughs> like, she went straight from living with her parents from being in high school. That's basically crazy. Uh, but, like, to marrying my father. I mean, it's not crazy. And, like, I just can't imagine for myself. N- exactly. But as I'm saying, like, I think of me when I was 19 and, like, now, like, so, I like, can't imagine. I can't. So, but the crazy part about it, and this is something we've talked about too, is like because of the fact that our moms went, and this is a lot of moms and people, at least culturally, yeah. that I know that the women got married very young oh, yeah, or whatever. For sure. So, they basically kind of were still teenagers or like oh, so yeah. young that like they grew up in the marriage and while they had kids to the point that I don't know that they ever really fully grew up. Yeah. And now I feel like as an adult, like I'm now taking care of my mom. Like the role, mm-hmm. the role reversal has her, happened. Her growth was stunted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. that's really. It's mean. not stunted. No, but not, you don't have a chance um, to. You don't. You never were yourself. independent. Yeah, right. you were never independent. Yeah. And when you don't, it's have, your personality was. Or not your personality. It's not your personality. It's, it's just... A, yeah. Even if you describe it, <laughs> even if you've gone through like five million things in your life by the age of 19, like, difficult family trials, things like that. Like, the independence that I think every person needs and it's to be alone. It's emotional independence, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's emotional independence, it's yeah. physical, it's financial, it's yeah. physical, it's all the independence. Like, I know now that I'm like, I'll be okay. 100%. If something yeah. happens, if the bottom falls out, if I... Yeah. Like, if whatever, that kind of, you know, situation is. Whereas, like, but I... we also know that our moms need us. Yeah, right. take care of them yeah. too. Yeah, and and so I feel half the time that I'm like, and I had to say it recently. I'm like, you're acting like more of a child than I am. <laughs> and I was like, I can't like, but like, I've done know. that to my mom too. And I it's do, upsetting, yeah. you know. There's a role reversal that happens. Yeah. But yeah. it's crazy because I think the age has to do with it. So I'm. That's yeah. why I'm like okay with my age and like how, yeah. like I feel more mature in the way that I'm able to handle things at this yeah. point. All right, so we have talked quite a bit about expectations. We today. have. It was good. Um, I just want to see how everyone's feeling with this weed though today. After everything, like, I actually really like it. Yeah. Yeah, like I like? actually feel like it's pretty mellow. It didn't make me feel anxious. Um, like it feels good. Yeah. Like I, I feel actually like, like it. Uh, I feel like I have a boost of en- or burst of energy. When I'm excited about something. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm super relaxed. Yeah. It comes in a little bit of waves in, like, the peaks. I guess it kind of, like, the peaks. Oh, definitely. I was kind of like, whoa. Yeah. Um, So it was easy to, like, kind of space sometimes. But overall, pretty good. Very mellow, happy. And I I agree. Definitely happy. Yeah. Definitely a happy one. I think it is a happy one, for sure. I also think, like, um... It didn't make me feel stuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like there's so many I mean, strains that make you feel like... I mean, but this one was... <laughs> I mean, sometimes, occasionally, but, like, this one was actually pretty good. Because, like, we were able to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were. Which is nice. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, so every time I, I... Like, something reminded me of something, my... Like, I would feel super excited. <laughs> but then I'd have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then either I forgot about it or I interrupt you and it sounds irrelevant to me. <laughs> That's okay, Tran. You did great. All good. You did great. You should give you, yourself a pat on the back. We all did great. Um, but so that was, again, Wedding Crasher from Yerba Buena or Yerba Buena, as Trin would prefer I say it. It would be good for when your mom texts you. Right. I know. She's now asking me for my social security number. I don't understand what's going on, but go ahead. What things you do for our moms. Anyway, but Suda, thank you very, very much for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. This was so awesome, and thanks for getting high with us and talking about having high expectations. Yes, let's do it again. Let's do it again. So we want to say thank you to everyone out there listening to us. Thank you for joining us on our lovely journey for higher tolerance today. And we had, we had a really good time doing it. We hope you enjoyed it too. And remember to just always be good to one another because you don't know what shit someone has to put up with today. That is the truth. <laughs>
This episode of High Tolerance is produced by Sarita Wesley, edited by me, Sarah Minacho, theme music and mixed by Overcoast, and special shout out to Leafly for the straight info for this episode. Oh,